Good morning, good afternoon, good night. This is the home team. This is Matt Moriarty with the Moriarty Agency at Farmers Insurance, and we are doing our first podcast, and we are here with the two incredible co-hosts. First and foremost, Chandler Finler. Hello, everybody. My name is Chandler Finler, and I am your residential realtor uh, with Live Sotheby's International Realty. And of course, the always awesome John Reed. Hey, everybody. John Reed with New American Funding, your residential home loan consultant. So maybe what you're asking is, what is the home team? I mean, really, what is that? And uh, so what the home team is, kind of what our mission is here, is to help with every step of not only the home buying process, but the home maintaining process. Uh, and everything has to do with home. I mean, we want to be your one-stop shop for experts. We want to give advice on on uh, everything from home ownership to uh, you know buying new properties, uh, everything along those lines. Yeah, that sounds great, Matt. We really do want to be your go-to. Um, you know, it is a, a detailed process, and we're here to talk um, everyone through that process. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Chandler. Um, and in part of that process is there's there's fears, fears of the unknown, and, and we want to address some of those fears with uh, with our listeners. Um, understanding what to expect, first place to start, um, and, and, and where it's going from there. Perfect, perfect. So l- let's just start right off it, all right? So, um, you know, what are the first steps to, to buying a home? Well, I think um, uh, what I do is, so since I am the, the realtor of the team, you know, we want to make sure that we're all buttoned up on the, the financial side so that we know, you know, what we are getting ourselves into as far as monthly payment, you know, down payment, really understanding those mortgage rates that are out there and what we can qualify for. Because I know that when I um, speak with my clients, um, you know, I like to work efficiently and I want to make sure we're looking at the, the correct inventory, um, you know, within a ballpark that we can't afford. So that's why I introduced him to, to John Reed first and foremost. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, in that conversation, one, one of the first things, first questions that I'm, I'm going to ask uh, my clients or people who are, are just wanting to, to start the process is, you know, preparedness. Are, how ready are you to make that step to, to purchase a home? Um, has, has the budget aligned for it, uh, talking about, you know, what they've been paying in rent, things like that. And, and to really make sure that not only are they ready, but are they excited for, for that step? Cause it is, it's a big jump into home ownership from, from renting, you, you know, you got a whole set of responsibilities along the lines of that. And, um, so just making sure they're, they're ready before really jumping into how the process works. And you know, um, that's, that's so true too, because I, I mean, I remember the first time we bought our first property, our first house. I mean, it really was one of the most exciting uh, moments of our life up till that point, um, you know, just because of the fact that, you know, we'd never, we'd always rented and, you know, all of a sudden you're, you make the decision, I think sometimes that you're going to go, Hey, look, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go see what we can afford. And, and you go out and look at properties and all that stuff. And there's so much, there's so much confusion about what, um, you know, kind of what your, uh, the expectations are, and, and the, the, you know, you just think it's going to be some easy process. It's not an easy process, it's, which is why you want to work with a professional. And you know, when when John starts the process, um, you know, what what's like the first step that that uh, that typically people take? Yeah, first step is uh, you know really understanding what it takes to get a mortgage, mm-hmm. um, and you know what documents go into it, how the whole process works, and just explaining the the jump off point. 
Um, once we're there, you know, we, we want to make sure that we are putting you financially in the best position to have an offer accept, accepted. Mm-hmm. And usually that comes with uh, getting pre-approved. Now, there's a difference, and it's a common misconception that a pre-qualification and a pre-approval are the same thing. Oh, yeah. and, and in reality, they're not. You know, pre- pre-approval is, is more in-depth. Um, it's, a, it's a harder look at, at, you know, your financial life and the ability to, to make an offer and purchase a home. So um, we want to get to that point as, as quickly as possible. Um, and, and starting with that, we want to see where our pre-qualification starts and then, and then moving into that pre-approval phase, collecting documentation, things like that. Mm. And and might I add too as well, just you know, being the the realtor that represents these clients are um, is that um, in this market, you know, across the country, we've seen ourselves in a seller's market for the better better portion of five years or so. So the sellers um, must see an approval letter, um, a pre approval letter, not a pre qualification letter. They want to make sure and know and speak to a lender, right, and verify that. Um, the uh, prospective buyers can indeed actually afford the home and that we are going to close uh, with no hiccups. So it is definitely a must for a pre-approval letter. Well, and I can imagine too, you know, being in your business, I mean, some of the uh, kind of chop shop companies out there that, that send over, you know, that, oh yeah, they're qualified. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then you start looking for homes only to find out later that it was a complete waste of your time because they're not qualified. Right. Correct. And we are not trying to waste any, you know, anybody's time. Um, you know, certainly not the buyers and we want to make sure that they understand, right? Finances are a huge piece of this puzzle that we live in our life and we must understand, um, them so we don't overspend. Um, but yeah, pre-approval is super important. Um, listing agents actually do call or, or when I'm the listing agent, um, I reach out to the lender of the prospective buyers just to make sure that they've checked credit, um, <clears throat> they've checked job verification, income, debt to income ratio, and all those fun things um, so that I can guide my clients in, in the correct way. Mm. Well, and, and Chandler, along those lines of, of the, the listing agent and you being uh, an agent that works on both sides of the transaction, you want to maintain a good relationship with that, sell, that uh, listing agent that, that you're working with. So, you know, having your buyers um, getting a, a pre-approval, you want to make sure that you're not doing anything to jeopardize that relationship for, for future reasons. Is that correct? Oh, yes, absolutely. I, um, I lead by integrity, um, and it certainly has helped me in multiple offer situations countless uh, number of times that when an agent does see my name on the other side of the, uh, of the, of the contract, um, you know, they certainly put a lot of trust in me, and I, and I work very diligently, um, you know, to protect, uh, to protect that. Now, you mentioned uh, debt-to-income, loan-to-value. John, can you explain what those are? Yeah, so debt-to-income is, is we're going to, you know, there's a front-end debt-to-income ratio and a, and a back-end debt-to-income ratio. Your, your front-end debt-to-income ratio is your, your housing expense ratio. So it's going to look at, you know, what your, your current payments are housing-related to what your income is. Mm-hmm. And your, your back-end debt-to-income ratio is all of, all of your debt. So it's going to look at, you know, from your credit history, what's your credit card payments, what's your home loan, student loans, any, any uh, auto loans, um, really any debt in relation to your income. Um, as far as the, the loan-to-value goes is uh, the loan amount versus the value of the home. Now, that's the appraised value of the home. It's not, maybe not the purchase price or, or anything like that. So um, we look at that loan-to-value is going to determine a lot. It's going to determine, um, you know, is there going to be mortgage insurance needed? Mm-hmm. Are, are we going to qualify for, for a certain program with, with that loan-to-value ratio? Um, in most programs, whether it's government, uh, conventional, they're going to have minimums um, that you have to meet for, for a loan-to-value ratio. 
Yeah, but the really cool thing is in working with my clients is is uh, the really cool thing is is there's a misconception out there, and I think it might come from our fabulous parents, right, who are baby boomers, or for, <laughs> for the most part, we love our baby boomers. Um, but is the traditional way of buying a home. You have to. This is what they say, right? You have to have twenty percent down. Nope of the purchase price to buy a home. Um, so, you know, an example is on a $400,000 home, a 20% uh, down payment would be $80,000. Mm. You know, let's sit back and say, you know, who has $80,000 just hanging out in the bank, right? Certainly, I mean, let's be real. We have student loans. We have car payments. We have credit card payments from the fun traveling we did when we graduated college. Um, this this is not personal experience, <laughs> by the way. By the way, I'm very, very debt-free minus my real estate mortgages but uh, but it does you know it does exist amongst you know our friends our colleagues our peers our clients you know we have debt and debt is not always bad right but the cool thing about the the real estate industry you know as of late is the cool programs and incentives to purchase a home so it opens it up to more buyers and gives them the opportunity to to have the chance to own a home too yeah, I mean, in order to save $80,000, you'd almost have to be living in your parents' basements and not paying rent at that point and, and have a, you know, a secure job. So And eating peanut butter and jelly, right? ramen noodles. Right. Bringing back college. Yes. <laughs> well, and you, do, you do bring up a good point. Even if you did, you know, as a first-time home buyer, even if you did have that $80,000 saved up to, to put as a down payment, do you really want to go cash pour in, in, into your, you know, your new home? There are other oh, things you could be doing with that. Great, There's more yeah. you could be doing. There's, you know, if things happen or, or break down, you don't want to have nothing in a reserve fund yeah. to, to be able to fix that because oh, yeah. now, you're, now you're getting yourself into trouble. So, you know, time value of money is extremely important when it comes to purchasing a home. Is, is the money that you're saving by, by dumping all that money really worth it? Or from the time of having to pay maybe that little bit in mortgage insurance. Yeah, that's a super good point. And that's why we surround ourselves, right? And look at the whole picture. We surround ourselves by the experts and we look at the whole financial picture to really decide if it is worth putting that 20% down. If, if, if you know, you're the lucky person that is sitting on 20% of $400,000. But, um, but yeah, no, yeah, look at the full picture. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, and you mentioned some of the programs. I mean, what are the, some of the programs that are available to to borrowers um, who don't have that twenty percent to put down or don't want to? Yeah, I mean, we there's a plethora of different different programs that are that are out there available. You know, from down payment assistance programs for for those individuals who who really don't have any money um, virtually set aside for a down payment. Uh, we we work with different different programs like that. Um, and it really, what we want to make sure is tailoring the program to the, the client, not mm-hmm. necessarily the client to, to the program. Um, so finding out comfort, comfortably how much are you able to put down? Because um, our, our borrowers may have, you know, let's say 30000 set aside as a down payment on a $400,000 house. But is that 30,000 really going to be worth it to to find that program maybe maybe a 5% down payment is is better than a you know a 50% or whatever it is mm-hmm. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, that, that's the most important thing. It's the most important thing to anything in a, in a service related is finding something that fits for you specifically, because one size does not fit all, whether it be insurance, whether it be, you know, which home you want. I mean, everyone has individual preferences and, and, and obviously the loan portion, too. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, and, and one thing that uh, and I'm sure you'll go more into this, too. And, and uh, one thing that uh, that's crazy sometimes is, is that 
you know, once you pull that credit, right, that first time, does that give, and I'm asking rhetorically, does <laughs> that give you, you know, let's say that you just pulled my credit and I'll, oh, I have like a, you know, a 780 score. Um, what happens if I go out and either quit my job or, you know, go oh, out please and, don't do that. That is a nightmare. Nightmare. Or go out and buy a boat. Uh, get some buy new credit cards or buy a new home, buy a new boat. Yeah. Don't you can do wait it. a little bit. You can wait a little bit, I promise. <laughs> yeah. Might I add being the realtor, once you start the home buying process and getting your mortgage, please, we recommend, highly recommend, do not make large purchases and pay your bills. Oh my gosh. It is very important in the overall formula, but... We have had instances where customers or clients, you know, they do go buy a whole house full of furniture and mm-hmm. tell me about it, and, you know, <laughs> and, you know, that it is what it is. It's a hiccup. It's a hiccup. Because <laughs> they, they do pull your credit again. Absolutely. We are going right to do a relook. Yes, at so. the end. What is, um, how, do, well, I mean, I know what credit is, but not everyone does. So let's explain, you know, what credit is, how do we pull it, what numbers go into that overall, what I heard Matt say 780 score. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's there's a lot of factors that go in, into your credit, and there's obviously three bureaus that are reporting, um, or, or that credit companies report to. You know, you've got your TransUnion, your Equifax, and and your Experian, and all three of those have. You know, not all creditors report to all the same bureaus. So some will pick up on on Equifax, some will pick up on on Experian, some on TransUnion. So we want to get a full basis and a full credit picture of of each borrower that that we work with, and you know, it, it could be. Anything from sometimes rental companies will report port to credit. So if you're renting your home now and you're paying your rent on time, that can be reported in a positive way. Mm. Um, but all your credit cards, your student loans, um, anything will go into a full picture of what your credit score is. And as a as a lender, we look at the middle score of and, and that could be the middle score of a single borrower. Or it could be the middle score of the lowest um, of the of all the borrowers um, combined. So. We're going to take that score, and and that's going to be the one that we base our interest rate off of. You know, any mortgage insurance is is going to factor into into the uh, credit as well. Um, so you know, all of the debts in, in, that you have, have accrued over time, whether it's active or it's been paid off, is all going to be report on on your credit picture. And, and that's a great point right there. And that just made me think of something too, because I've had people ask me this in the past, hey, Matt, what, what happens if I do not have any credit whatsoever? How does that work in the loan process? Um, you know, it, no, no credit is, is often said as, as being the same as bad credit mm-hmm. because we have no picture to go off of. Doesn't mean we're not able to, to get you a home loan. There mm-hmm. are programs out there that are no FICO programs. Um, they usually come with a little bit higher interest rate because mm-hmm. it's, it's more of a risk to, to the lender, mm-hmm. um, as well as a, a you know, requirement to have mortgage insurance, again, mm-hmm. to, to protect the lender. But there are programs out there that exist that allow um, those borrowers who don't have a FICO to still you know, purchase a home. Because we don't, it's, it's very um, hard for us or, or, or something we don't like to do is say, say no. Mm-hmm. It is something that we have to do sometimes, but uh, we want to make sure that we're covering all our bases and providing a service to anyone out there who would want to, want to purchase a home. Um, and in, in relation to that, you know, sometimes I, I, I tell borrowers we, we have programs out there that are available to know FICO, but it may be something where we want to wait a few months mm-hmm. to really purchase and start establishing a credit. Mm-hmm. You know, get at, at least one to three trade lines established that that are going to help get us a score so that we can have more opportunity to to get you into a home loan 
And I'm glad you answered that because that was going to be my next question too, because, you know, there are people out there who say, you know, their parents taught them credit is horrible. You don't want any credit. Um, and so they don't, they don't have any credit whatsoever. They don't have student loans. They don't have, you know, any bills, anything along those lines. Um, and you kind of mentioned it, what, what, three months, if you can, if you can open up like just maybe a, a, a charge account that, you know, maybe you just use for gas and pay it off every month. Will that do it? Or, or what do yeah, you recommend? Absolutely. Um, you know, any revolving trade line, which is your credit cards, mm-hmm. um, is they report on a monthly basis and it's going to, having those three months is going to show, okay, we now have a history showing utilization of that credit. So usage of, of that credit card. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also paid on time mm-hmm. or pay it off, you know, and there's, there's always a big debate. Well, is it better to pay it off or is it better to pay it down and, and have some balance there that's reporting? It's at that point, it's really a comfort you know, what are you comfortable with? Are you comfortable keeping a balance or would you rather pay it off and not have the interest charges on top of that? So either way, it's going to show utilization. It's going to show an on-time payment. I just had a great idea, I think, because credit is a big, you know, a lot of people have questions about credit. I think that, you know, in order to serve our listeners and bring in an expert perhaps on credit um, and how you can repair your credit or get credit, you know, all the fun credit expert things um we should we will bring in a credit expert for everybody to answer some of those questions i think that'd be great we will and that, that'll yeah. be a, that'll be a future show so if, if this really is something that uh, you know that uh that piques your interest i mean obviously we're going to be doing that and uh we're like i said i mean the whole object of this is to help with every aspect of the home buying process whether it be your primary home, your rental homes, anything along, anything has to do with homes, we're going to try and help you out. Yeah. Um, but one real quick question, and because I thought of this, I'm sure someone else is, but maybe it's just me. Um, <laughs> between between the three credit bureaus, which is typically the higher score and which is typically the lower score, or does it? It, it varies on on you know client to client. Really okay. does. Um, I, I think I typically find the the mid score. Um, most commonly is Experian. Gotcha. Um, I think that more more credit companies that are out there are are reporting to Experian. Mm-hmm. Just off of, of my experience, like I said, it's it changes client to client, and, I, and I'm sure if you had you know another loan officer in here, they could have a completely different answer. Right. So uh, yeah, I, I would say that you know in most cases Experian is probably the middle one that that we use. It's most consistent, um, but it. Like I said, it can vary client to client. And it is crazy, too, because, I mean, I pull my credit score once a year just to see where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And Which it, is great advice, by the way. A little absolutely. housekeeping. Right. I think that in, everyone should pull their credit once a year to make sure that only their names are being pulled on their credit. They are aware of all the debts that are on their credit. No one is drawing on their name. It's yeah, very and, important. And to tag on to that, um, each bureau, you are allowed one free credit pull by per- going to their – to their website per year. Per year. Um, so you can go to Experian's website, Equifax website, TransUnion website, and get a, a credit pull once every year completely free. That's Wait, a mean, good reminder. You have been paying for it? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, accurately through them. I mean, there's <laughs> services out there, and, and some of them Well, even I just learned something. So, uh, Oh, yeah, don't pay for it. Right, exactly. <laughs> but that is really good of you to be responsible and check your credit uh, once a year. That, that is. Great so at job, least, Matt. Exactly. At least, at least there was some kind of silver lining here. <laughs> if you have a service, Matt will pay you for it. Right, exactly, exactly. So, um, but, but quick question, too, because, I mean, I, I do notice that. When, when, I, you know, when I do pull the credit, I notice that there is huge, like a, a fluctuation between the three, the three scores. So, so 
um, it'll be interesting to ask that expert when we have them on there what exactly each is looking for and, and how they can, you know, um, make sure that uh, that they bump up their scores. Because I've heard people that, you know, they can bump up their scores in, what, six months? Fairly really quickly, done? yeah. Very yeah. quickly, yeah. I've seen it done in 30 days even. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. There's certain things. Oh, I can't wait to pull get our credit expert on here. And no, that's absolutely. just, the, the you know, part of the value that we want to provide um, to our listeners. So exactly. I think that would be great. I'm excited. Credit yeah. is such a... Such an exciting... And nobody understands it. And no one understands it. And nobody knew that you could pay... You had to pay for it. You didn't have to pay for it. (laughs) See? Look, we're uncovering all sorts of really great things. Uh, They they may kick me off the expert panel now. (laughs) Here, you pay me. Right? And then I'll pull your credit for free. (laughs) But no, um, you know, that's amazing. And I think it was said earlier, but, you know, our job or, you know, what we want to lead with here with this podcast is really just, you know, uh, providing as much value... um, you know, to you listeners that we can, and that we really are here to help, you know, talking about finances, I talk to clients all the time. Um, if, if I'm introduced to them first, before I send them to a mortgage broker and, you know, talking about money, say two clients just got married, right? Two partners get married. Mm -hmm. Talking about money is not the easiest thing to do. Mm -hmm. Talking about a monthly budget, certainly not easy either. You know, you're combining debt. So we understand that it is not easy conversation, but just know that, you know, working with John, um, you know, they're open and they want to help you. Um, you know, once we get all the information out there, they, they want to help you. So, yeah, we're not, we're not in the business of, of, you know, making someone feel like, like they, they can do something and then they really can't. I want to make sure that we're putting you in, in the best position and, and, you know, any lender really that you work with, we just want to make sure that we're putting you in the best position to make your dreams come true, make the, the, the dream of home ownership uh, a real possibility. Mm-hmm. And, and the big thing, too, is, is, and the reason that the three of us, you know, kind of combined to create the home team is is that, you know, it's not just buying a home, right? I mean, you know, Chandler can help you uh, with buying a home. Uh, you know, John can, um, you know, get you a, a great loan on, uh, on the home, and I can help protect that investment. Um, but it's also just advice from, from everywhere, right? So let's say you're looking to sell a home. I mean, you talk to Chandler and ask her, you know, we're going to have experts on here that will talk about how to increase the value of your home to get them, you know, maximize uh, the, the return on your investment. You know, John, if you're looking to, um, you know, redo your basement, John offers programs that can help with that. Um, and then once you do all those things, obviously you want the ultimate protection because the reason that you do these things is to increase the value of your home. And if you haven't touched your insurance in 10 years, it, it's not going to be covered. So, um, you know, everything that, that has to do with, with uh, you know, whether it be home buying or home maintaining, you know, we're, we, we're the experts in that, in those industries. And, and if we don't know, we're going to get somebody on here who does and, and can actually help you. And that's the value we're looking to add to your lives. And Matt, you know, you bring a, a good point there. You know, you have a client, let's say, um, just as a hypothetical, mm-hmm. who is ho- holding a, a car insurance or multiple car insurance policy with you, but maybe they, they've been renting and now mm-hmm. they're at the point now where they want to purchase a home. They come to you and say, I'm wanting to purchase a home. What is insurance going to look like? What goes into that for you? You know, maybe, maybe it's during the process, before the process. How, how do you determine for that, that, uh, that new home ownership what a, a insurance payment is going to really run them? And that's a great question, too. There's so many different factors that go into insurance. Uh, you know, one of the things is, is your insurance score, right? Um, you're, you're not someone, if you're someone who's out there and looking at insurance as, 
uh, you know, every little knickknack that happens, I'm going to pay for it. Insurance was actually invented to, uh, to protect against catastrophic losses. Um, if you have a lot of losses, you're going to pay a lot more for insurance. And I don't care if you're like, well, Matt, I've never owned a home before. I've never had a home claim. Well, they look at your auto too. So if you're someone who's out there who's, who's you know, because it's all risk-based. Um, and so if they see you as a risk, if you're, if you're out there getting in accidents, the, you know, the statistics or the... Uh, the people who look at that for a living, which I would never want to do, um, <laughs> who look at that, they, they determine exactly, you know, what kind of risk you are and, and how likely you are to file a claim. So you want to keep your claims to a minimum first and foremost. But the first thing that we do is we really look at what you're looking to accomplish. Um, you know, we want to make sure that we're protecting every aspect. I ask a lot of questions and, and I'll go more into exactly, you know, the questions that I ask in, a, in another episode. Cause I, you know, insurance, unfortunately, you know, buying a home and, you know, getting the mortgage is a little more sexy than, uh, than <laughs> insuring it. But, uh, but I'm we're here to bring, sexy. I'm we here to bring sexy. sexy back to insurance. <laughs> so, oh, Justin Timberlake in the building. Ladies right. And exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, but, uh, but there, there's so many different factors. I mean, new roofs, uh, first of all, when the home was built, um, you know, how many stories is it, you know, it, it's kind of funny because a lot of people come to me and they say, well, I, you know, my neighbor is paying this much and I should be paying this much. Well, that, that, that's not true because your home is completely different. Your home might be brick and their home is, you know, wood. So it's going to be, it's going to be completely different. You know, what we really look at is, you know, what Chandler's looking at when she's looking at home is the, uh, the appraised value, correct? Mm-hmm. Is what you're looking at. And, and when John does a loan, they're doing it based on the loan amount, depending on how much. If from an insurance standpoint, we don't care about either one of those things unless, unless we need to. What we're looking at is in the event of a catastrophic loss, how much would it cost to rebuild the home, not including the land value? We don't care about land value because if the home burns down, the land is still there. We only care about how much it costs to reconstruct it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the difference is, is that, you know, if, if there's a loan on the property and a perfect example for those of you listening in Denver is, is Washington park, right? I mean, those are million dollar homes. They really are. They cost a million dollars at least to buy one of those properties. Mm-hmm. But if they burn down, it's, it's mostly the land value. It may only cost 300,000 or 400,000 to rebuild the home, uh, from the ground up. Um, you know, if, if you're someone who is buying that home and, and just putting cash down, we only need to insure that property for what the reconstruction cost is. But if you're getting a loan and, you know, you're putting, let's say 10% down and, and John has a loan for $900,000 for you, we need to insure that home for $900,000. If it burns down, the you're bank wants the to hook. make sure that, that yeah. the loan is covered. So, you know, there's so many different factors. And like I said, we'll go into a lot more uh, of these things, but, um, but yeah, I mean, insurance is one of the most important things. And, and I, you know, people all the time, they say, well, you know, I'm going to go out and get an insurance policy from, you know, Geico or progressive. Right. Um, and I don't mean to throw anybody on the bus or anything like that. But, um, you know, if, if you get, if you get insurance that's a full is, is not full replacement cost and your home burns down and you're bringing cash to the table, right. If you're, you know, if your if your home is not insured properly or anything along those lines, it's the biggest investment that you have. Right. You're paying all this money for a mortgage on it. You know, um, you you found your dream home. Protect it. Make sure it's protected. And and we we're not we're not in business of uh, the business of just, you know, one stop shop. Like we talked about earlier, one one size fits all. We want to make sure you're protected because, you know, my name's on the door. And if something happens, someone's going to, they know where, they know where my office is. We're going to come kick it down. Right. Oh, but things don't happen to Matt. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So, and we want to make sure, I mean, we treat every one of our clients like they're our family members. And, uh, and you know, anything that I would recommend for my brother or sister or my mom or my dad, 
Um, you know, th those, those are the types of things we want for our clients. And, you know, I mean, as John will tell you, I mean, we're, we're extremely competitive as well, uh, from a home side of view. So, um, but that's enough about insurance for now. Oh, well, and so true. It is so true. <laughs> Insurance is sexy, not as sexy as my job, but no, but it's the peace of mind, right? I mean, I'd it pay a million dollars for, you know, peace of mind to, to your point, protect the biggest asset that we are ever, you know, going to have. And I mm -hmm. think, a, you know, from personal experience, and even though I am very savvy on the real estate side and have been in the industry for over 12 years is I would just get insurance on my house and I have multiple properties and I, I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. I just, I really just do not understand it. So you know, to have somebody like Matt, you know, on your team, you know, by your side to help you understand, you know, what you're purchasing and what this peace of mind is and how it works um, and how it does protect you, I think is, you know, I mean, that's all the value right there, right? I mean, who raised, oh, I guess we can't see any hands raised. <laughs> Never mind. Listeners. I had my hand raised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So just think about it. Raise your hand if when somebody's like, here's your insurance policy and they hand you a stack of whatever, I don't know, 10 sheets of paper. I don't know how like they really are yeah. 10 sheets of paper and they're like this is your insurance policy congratulations and yep. you're just like uh right see you later see yeah. you later i've never ever opened it until when when until you need until it. Until you exactly. need it. And at that point, you find out you weren't covered for what you thought it was. So that's why we ask so many questions. And we want to make sure that, uh, you know, it really is asset protection. I mean, I look at it that way. We're protecting your not only your current assets, but your future assets. Um, because we know these things are going to go up in value. Um, you know, a lot of insurance. I mean, I've, I've had people show me deck pages that... You know, I'm like, do you, are you aware that's actual cash value? Meaning that, you know, if uh, if your roof gets hit, you you have to bring, you know, ten thousand dollars to the table to get a new roof. I mean, people don't realize that. No, and they we, have no. We clue. sit down with our clients and we let them know. I mean, the ultimate goal of of our agency, whether you go with us or not, we want you to understand insurance because I had no idea about insurance. I, had, I thought everything was exactly the same until I got in the business, until I realized exactly what each policy is, how different they are, um, and, and you know how different protections can help you. Well, that's, I mean, to, to that point, that's why we are so lucky to have, you know, as, as listeners of, of this, we are so lucky to have Matt uh, as a part of this because he literally eats, sleeps, and breathes insurance. I'm pretty boring. <laughs> it, it, you know, it, he's he's a good man for it, but uh, no, he, I mean, if you watch or, or look at, you know, anything on his social media, he's always at the office. I don't think he ever leaves except to go to the gym. So we Lifetime. He lucky. goes to Lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> We are very lucky to have such a, an expert in the insurance field um, and, and to be there to walk us through the, the details of it. Right, because he has our best interests. Because just for example, and so we're speaking, we're in Denver. We're here in Denver, Colorado, and um, this is where we you know, live and run our businesses um, and enjoy over 300 days of sunshine, might I add. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Um, but, Don't um, believe the hype. Do what? I said, don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. You it should really move here. here. Every day. No, move here. Move here. <laughs> it did. We had a snow bomb, but it's sunny today and gorgeous. But anyways, um, so see, now I lost my train of thought. What was I talking about? I, I, Insurance. 
Living in Denver. Living in Denver. Oh, yes. Okay. So in the last year, okay, I closed 30, you know, 25 units. What, or I'm sorry, um, I clients. I helped 25 clients um, achieve their real estate goals. Mm. Out of those 25 clients, we replaced or before the transaction ended, so in order for the transaction to close, um, clients had to replace, I think it was out of the 25, I think it was seven or eight roofs. Oh, yeah. So that's almost a third. I mean, you know, I mean, that's almost a third of the roofs and the roofs had to be replaced before the loan could close and before the purchasers could purchase or the sellers could sell. That's a huge number. And we, we had that exact same thing happen. Um, we, uh, we, when we bought our home, there was, you know, obviously there's a certain amount of days before closing Mm -hmm. and like two weeks before closing, there was a hailstorm that came through Highlands Ranch where I live. Oh, when you were in under contract? Yeah. When we were under contract, destroyed the house and the poor guy, unfortunately had to pay it. And he found out he had like a, a super high percentage deductible. Uh, so it ate away at his profits, but we got a brand new roof, uh, out of the situation. So we were happy. Yeah. Um, but I, I really felt bad for him because you know, it's, uh, it, it, it stinks. I mean, when you find out that, you know, you have to pay that much for your insurance to, to get a new roof, it's not fun. When that. you didn't understand it, right? It'd be, no. yeah. I mean, certainly when you don't understand it mm-hmm. and I, I'd be willing to say 90% of people out there do not understand their insurance. Policy. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Don't think I, I'm in the 90%. <laughs> I am in the 90%. <laughs> but I'm relatable, right? I'm right? totally relatable. <laughs> yeah. Well, and with that, I mean, Chandler, you not not a lot. I mean, there's it's important to work with a good realtor to understand that it is something that is possible to get the seller to actually cover that expense, that it's not, you know, mm-hmm. just on the buyers of that home to replace that roof. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. If I'm if I'm representing the buyer, you know, we are going to get anything and everything we can, you know, for the seller to, um, you know, to certainly pay for before we close because, you know, that falls under, um, you know, health and safety and a big ticket item, right? Mm-hmm. Roof is, is a, the largest ticket item. Uh, but then certainly if I'm representing the seller that I have the seller's best interest in mind, um, you know, and then we get the buyer to pay for the roof. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. But uh, but yes, that is correct. Yes. Very knowledgeable on on, you know what to get. And, and I understand we're giving you like from a 10,000 foot view right now, but we're going to do entire episodes on these uh, to make sure that you understand all of these, you know, the, uh, the, the ins and outs of buying a home and what to expect and everything like that. And if you listen to our podcast on a, on a, on a regular basis, um, which we hope you will. Yes, um, please do. You're going to be an expert uh, at, at this. Uh, and that's what we want, right? I mean, we're not we're not getting paid for this, right? Nope. Uh, and we're, we're doing this because we want you to be experts at this because we have all been in that situation before we were in the, the careers that we chose. We were not experts and we had no idea. And when we talk to our clients, they have no idea what, what to expect. And, you know, it's, 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 we, we, we've searched, you know, Googled many different, mm-hmm. you know, areas and it's all confusing. And that's what we hope to do is make this make sense for you in your situation. Yeah. And, and along those lines, you know, if there's one takeaway from, from this today, one thing that we want you, you, you as listeners to know is, it's the, the, the importance of having the right people in your corner, the right people on your team who have your best interest in mind. Um, and, and so the, if there's anything that gets taken away from, from this is, is to just make sure that you are vetting those people who are on your team to make sure that they have, have your best interest uh, at heart. And even if it's not us, I mean, we're, we're doing this on a national basis, right? So, you know, if, if you're not, if you don't live in Colorado, if you live in New York, if you live in Florida, if you live in Alabama, 
you know, we're, we're gonna we're gonna find the right uh, partners for you. They're gonna take have you, uh, you your best interests at heart. Those Alabama people you just did a shout out. They're probably saying roll tide right now. <laughs> they said every time you every time I I went to school in the SEC, right, Southeastern Conference. Every time you say Alabama, they are so quick to say roll tide. So, so I know they were all saying it. I right? know. I know. We, we heard that. We heard that. Anyways, but um, yeah, no, we are absolutely in your corner and, and, you know, across the country, you know, we choose to live in Denver, but, you know, we certainly um, build relationships. I build relationships with realtor experts in every single market. Mm -hmm. Um, Since I'm, you know, relocating people out of Denver, we want to make sure that they're also taken care of in their new state um, with a local expert there. So I certainly make that introduction and make sure they're taken care of as well. So wherever you are, we want to be of help and um, provide education for you. Um, you know, because the better, the more knowledge that we all have, you know, the better we are for for each other. So, and, and I have insurance experts in in forty seven of the fifty states. There's there's a few. I don't know anybody the three, in Alaska. Who are the three? Alaska, uh, Alaska, Hawaii. I don't know anybody in Hawaii, and uh, the other one is South Carolina. So, if you're listening and you have an insurance practice uh-huh. in South Carolina, Hawaii. Or Alaska, which we should probably do a recruiting trip for you right? in Hawaii. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and write it off, too. Yeah, That'd we awesome. should probably write it off. We'll have to get an accountant on the very Yes, that. yes. More to come with accountants and writing everything <laughs> off. Um, no, but we should. No, but if you're listening and you have any connections, you know, that would be that'd be great for Matt. So then he could round out all 50 states. Exactly. And, and, and all of us do a great job of vetting people, uh, no matter who we send you to. Um, just because of the fact that it's our reputation on the line. On so the line, yeah. we, 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 we only want to work with the best. Um, and I, when I say work, I mean refer the best. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, we, we love that you're, uh, that you're tuning into this because we love talking to you. Yeah, thank you very much. We appreciate your time. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for listening. And that was our first episode. Yay! Right? right? So we're going to dig more in in depth into the the topics that we discover. We're going to have so many different experts on, and we're going to uh, talk about so many different things that that have to do with the home. So thank you so much for listening. We were listening. (laughs) That's fine. I I wasn't drinking before. Um, But thank you so much for listening, and uh, we look forward to talking to you in the future. Yes, awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much.